Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Truth here. Um, <clears throat> now, I'm mainly going to gear this this message toward those that I um, that are still um, subscribed to this channel. First and foremost, if you're still active. I know I have been a little inactive uh, quite some time now. And, and simply because um, we were transitioning to move. We have been talking about moving for quite some time. And finally, we just had to make that step. Um, it wasn't, you know, really no other choice. This this just had to be it. And um, we had to make it based off what our enemies done to us. And I remember reading Paul letters and Peter and all these apostles and how they came back with reports, whether it be good or bad. And the bad report is my own family kicked me out. And, you know, um, it was... They, they they will quickly dismiss and say, you know, um, you know, we didn't do that. We kicked her husband out. But no, you kicked both of us out. And every time I share this, this, this story, a lot of people agree with me because they, you know, the first thing they say is, well, if they kick the husband out, you know, the wife is going to follow. So, I mean, you guys are no longer um, separated, but you're together. Now you're one flesh. The two shall become one. And oftentimes God will send these ministering people to me to, to remind me of that, even though I know that. Um, but I listen as if I, I didn't know it. And so, um, of course, and, and so that's, that's why we were kicked out. And we were kicked, we, that's not why we were kicked out, but that's, you know, they kicked me out. And, and there's no, you know, there's no dismissing that. And when I say they, I am talking about my mom, my brother, um, you know, they all agreed to me and my husband being put on the streets um and I'm definitely going to be sharing my experience and what I've learned and what I've experienced and what I've seen and what I've heard and what I saw in the body of Christ as well as those that are not a part of the body of Christ what I've learned I've learned so much in that time frame between six months last year and six months this year uh, I've learned quite a bit I've saw a lot I've heard a lot seen a lot and I continued to work through all of this, through all of the rejection, through all of the, the, the lies, through all of the bullying and the manipulation and the harassment. I worked through all of that, um, what I prayed for. And I, I even was reminded that, hey, you did pray for this. And I prayed for this and I got that. And, but it, it, it really was to tune me up for a greater purpose. Since I've been in my, uh, at my new place here, in, in my new home, in my new city, which will be my home, hopefully. So far it is. So far we're enjoying it. So far we're liking it. Um, but we do see signs of trouble. But other than that, um, since we've been here, um, we have really liked it. We, really in, we, we have really enjoyed it. We've loved being in this city. And, uh, and the city is, of course, Ocala. We love being in Ocala. Ocala has welcomed us has with 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 open arms warm hearts it's just really been a blessing to be here and I can't thank them enough for helping me I can't thank the people that reached out um, with good intentions not those that reached out with you know that judged us but those that reached out and really meant us well um, the person that really I want to thank is the person that told us about this place where we live and this has really been a blessing to us because it has brought us nothing but peace. There's, there's, there was no judgment. There was no harassment. There was nothing like that. When we went to, when we, before we actually settled down here, when I first got here, I, I, I was like, I don't like it, you know, because it wasn't what I was used to. And um, I wasn't used to uh, nature, you know, as much. I wasn't, I don't know if it was nature. It was just being in a new city. Um, I wasn't used to it. I, w I was like, no, I'm a, you know, I wanted to leave Gainesville and I, and I kind of hated being there, but I kind of liked it still being there. But then one day I just said, you know what? Um, I, I was, me and my husband, we were, you know, he was like, we're going to go back to Gainesville. And, you know, you know, we were just doing our everyday, you know, setup. And uh, that's when, you know, that's when I heard in my spirit, it's time to move on. It's time to let that go. So I told my husband, I said, you know what? We're going to go ahead and just move on. We're, we're not going to worry about it anymore. We're going to just move on and kind of, you know, not worry about it. So make a long story short, um, we, he went on. He didn't listen to me. 
and this is something kind of common he didn't listen to me and he went on and to make a long story short he uh uh he ended up um facing off with his manager and uh when he talked when he started talking to the manager um that was when um he realized that what I had said to him that day, earlier part of that day, earlier part of that day that, hey, you know what, maybe it's time for us to, it's time for us to go. Um, so that's what happened. Um, and so, you know, now we're just, we're just here. We're just, uh, uh, we're, we're, um, we're here now and we're waiting to um, move into our place and just do like old times. Um, we have experienced so much resistance. And I want to talk about... So when I come back, I want to talk about the resistance that um, we're feeling. Um, and, and just all the things that we've been through. So I've already... I've told you, you know, how we got here. My mom and my brother came to an act of agreement someone talked it to her someone whispered in her ear came to that agreement to get us out on the streets and um and that was that and this was and 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 this wasn't something that she just up and done this had been playing out my mom been trying to get us back on the streets maybe like a week two weeks when we got into our house this is not the first time she kicked us out and we had to be on the streets or we had to be one time she kicked us out we had a house it had no power in it no lights the lights wasn't turned on yet and um I think that was Pastor Lewis or somebody helped us got the lights turned on and um I think it was Pastor Lewis helped us got the light turned on and um we was in we was we that's how we got into that into that place (laughs) you know and um and see, a lot of people, a lot of you all, you don't really realize we've been there where we've been there. We know what it's like to be kicked out. But being kicked out because you fail to do something, that's that's justifiable. It's when you get kicked out and you're not justifiable. It's almost like sufferings. We know everyone suffers. A righteous man suffers. An unrighteous man suffers. But we'll, but the scripture says, woe unto him that suffer for what? Wrongdoing. So that's what you have to judge. And that's what a lot of, you know, a lot of the... Um, brothers did not take into consideration when they were when when I had my channel honestly I believe personally a lot of people just didn't listen to what I was saying you were listening but you weren't listening you know and you didn't understand that there is a suffering for doing right and a suffering for doing wrong and when you do people wrong you're going to suffer for it I don't care how long ago it been how recent it been the Bible says that there is no sin that goes unpunished I have not changed when it comes to my my worldview I haven't changed I haven't changed God is God and he changes not and therefore we don't change we change we grow you know we might grow in understanding wisdom knowledge discretion but we do not change when it comes to our morals and when it comes to you know obeying the commandments and so that none of that's changed so um, anyway um, so you know, we don't regret what we've done in the past. We've helped a lot of homeless people and only had to kick out two out of all the people that we've helped. We only had to kick out two. And the only reason why we did that and I had, and you guys already know the story, they wouldn't work. And um, the Bible says and justifies me. It actually defends my position. If you don't work, then you don't eat. You don't even eat. I mean, it's bad enough that we kick you out. You still got a chance to eat because you could go to Grace Market and eat. But the the word of God said, I ain't going to feed you at all. You know, so I'll let you just starve. <laughs> In other words, you just starve, you know, and I don't care. I'm, I'm going to stand up for the man that's going to let you starve. Um, so I, we're justified by that. And that was not punishing. That wasn't. It's just you were you guys didn't work. Oh, well there's consequences for that you know and there will be consequences for it you don't leave a person with with bills to pay when you've vowed with your mouth god said he will destroy the worst of your hands of course he have showed me that he vowed to my husband that he was going to help and he didn't he came down and he squandered everything and my husband got behind bills which was kind of the reason why they kicked us out we kept getting behind 
And they were part of the reason why we were evicted. They were still a part of that. It wasn't just the guy that kicked, that was targeting my husband at work. It was him, which, by the way, he did get fired. And the, those that did not listen to our case, they got fired, too, because they are part of that. Once you hear it, you become a part of it, you know. And but he's also going to be punished. And the Lord showed me how. I mean, he took me deep into how he's going to destroy his his plans. Um so, you know, and he know this person knows who he is. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to have to tell you. You're going to figure it out yourself if you don't know by now. And cuz you don't do stuff like that. It's it's the man work hard. You know, my husband right now is doing the same thing he did um 8 year, uh, 5 years ago. Work his work his hands to the bones. He's he works and he's a hard worker. And he's a good worker. And so I mean, it is what it is. And, and for you to come in being ungrateful and not showing the respect that is due to him is you're not going to be blessed for it. You might think you're being blessed now, but you're not. You know, it's just there's consequences for that. And that goes for anybody that that have tried to destroy us. We had one woman. She actually realized that she was making a mistake and asked God to forgive her. And I believe he will. Um, I'm not sure if he he's going to still punish her or not. Like I said, I only go by the word. I don't go by how I feel, you know, but it's up to him to have compassion on her. And she told my husband when he was standing in the doorway, she said, you know, I realized that I was standing in the presence of God. That was what she said about me. And I'm not God, but I understand we understood what she was saying. And only spiritual people are spiritually discerned. They understand the language of God. She is not spiritual, but she understood, but she talked it in a spiritual language. It was really interesting how God used her to describe, um, you know, kingdom, you know. So um, I really enjoyed her while, you know, we were there. But I want to move on. You know, I don't want to keep dibbling dabbling that because all it's going to do is lead to more ungodliness because of what was going on out there so basically when I got here I had found a a really good job and um found a really good job and I got bullied as always so I think my husband is also realizing that you know it is what it is even though it was fun with you working for the little time that you did but at but in the end of the day it's only going to lead to you being Uh, you're quitting or they're you know they're trying to find a way to get rid of you but I don't think that's gonna happen once I get into the place that I need to be at I don't think that's gonna happen once uh I'm where I am I think if anything they may not uh I don't know what's gonna happen I just don't feel like that's gonna happen when I get there I don't know I just that's just how I feel I I could be just naively walking into this but I just feel like once I get to where I'm supposed to be uh there will be support there will be a support system there and it won't be none of that because this is where I'm supposed to be you know um if there is oppositions I'm not going to quit um number one I've invested in this unlike the the jobs that I have I have not invested in the jobs um I was just hired but when you invest in your money into your career you're not going to quit as easy and um also it's something that you truthfully really want to do those jobs I truthfully and really didn't want to do them and I didn't have to um and I was working for your company and you didn't like me and uh or I was working for a company that you worked for and he's trusting you to hire people good people and honest people and you did that based off you know you trusted the person that you hired to hire good people and he did that, but then you only turned around to devour them. And they do this in the church, so it's it's not it's not it's not a, a strange thing when people devour you on the job. You know, the very people that hire you turn around and stab you in the back. They you know set up shop so they can just try to destroy you because they know what you're going for. These people knew um, my situation. They also know that I'm trying to be a judge. And I already knew before I got there that, you know, there will be opposition because people will try to destroy anyone um, that is trying to do good. They, that's just what they did, that do. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's something about me. Um, you know, people see it and they always say it. They say you just it's just something about you. I mean, you're you're 
your persona it, it was just on you I, the moment I saw you like one girl, girl kept telling everybody the moment I saw you so I mean that's something I can't help um, and I think a lot of people are jealous of me and there is something spiritually connected to that you know the, the jealousy that you can't talk to me you can't speak to me you can't look at me there is something I know I have a higher purpose than that person and this is not the boast it's just it's just to get it across to your head that I'm not better than you, but I I think I'm not on the same level as you. Like I'm on a higher level than you are. I'm on a more sanctified area. Like I'm in a, you know, like holier than thou kind of thing, but not in the negative tone, not in the negative sense. I think holier than thou is pretty good. We have used holier than thou as something bad, but there's nothing wrong with being holy. I'm holier than you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, If I'm holier than you, I'm holier than you. And to be honest with you, that's how God wants you to be so he can use you. So instead of making it something negative, you just look at the reality that she's holier than me. And that's why I can't stand her. Because if I was holy, I could stand the next person that's holy. If that person is not holy, then you would go out your way to tell them that they are not holy. And you would prove it to them. Not, not, not by your own speculations, not by something that you've heard or or you thought, you know, like one person came to me um, earlier part of this year and said, you've lied on a lot of people. That's something you've heard. You don't have proof that I lied on anybody. You don't have evidence, but yet you preach evidence. When I speak, I have evidence, whether it's biblical or non-biblical, I have evidence. And so am I holier than you? Yes, because I do it how Jesus commands it. Jesus commands that I prove that I do not bear false witness. So in order, in order to do that, you have to have evidence, whether it's biblical, historical, non-biblical, you know, in other words, practical. If you have the evidence or if you have, then you present it. No case in court will be heard without evidence. You're guilty until, pro- you're, you're guilty until proven innocent. And that's what they failed to do. They couldn't prove my innocency, neither am my guilty. They just say things. You know, we seen another one like my husband. Um, and this was like what last month we saw another one of these Hebrew Israelites. He said, baby, he looked, he said, they go, Brian, she said, he said, they go, Brian. And I looked and I said, where he's like, he right there. He looked me dead in my face and didn't say nothing. Okay. Am I holier than you? Yes. Because when I see people and I look at them, I say, Hey, but I have chosen not to say, Hey, to those that have, um, came close to blaspheming the Holy Ghost or even denying the deity of Jesus Christ. I'm commanded not to even greet them. So have I denied the deity of Christ? Absolutely not. Have I ignored to um, respect God for who he is? Absolutely not. So they don't have a reason not to say hey to me, but I do have a reason not to say hey to them. When you tell people that Christ did not remove the penalty of sin, I don't have to say anything to you. In fact, that is almost blaspheming the Holy Ghost. So um, last time I saw one, I did not speak to him because after reading that, it really disturbed my spirit and it disturbed my husband's spirit. So we're, we have made an oath to, within ourselves that we were not going to speak to that person because that person is teaching people that Christ did not die for the penalty of sin. He did not remove the penalty of sin. He did not remove that debt off our lives for sin to be forgiven. So that's the, that's what he said. And I'm gonna leave it at that. And whether he meant that or not, um, that's what's on his wall and it's still up there. And I'm not going to say hey to him. In fact, you're, you're heretic and I don't have to greet you according to scripture. So am I more holier than you? Yes, because I follow the scriptures. So, um, I have surpassed your understanding. I have surpassed your righteousness and it's nothing wrong with acknowledging that you have, Paul said, I have spoken tongues more than any of you. That's not boasting. That's just, that's just the facts. That's the reality that I'm holier than a lot of, a lot of you on here. And that's just, that's just it. And if you're jealous of me, that's just the reality. You are jealous of her. You cannot stand her because she walks upright. She's a female. She's, she's on top of that, a minority female. And she doesn't even victimize herself because she, she has, she has canceled, canceled culture. Okay, so and you hate her because of that. 
you know you hate her because she's not victimizing herself you hate her because she has her life planned out or her I don't know there's something that you hate about her that you don't have that's the only thing I can come up with and I'm really trying to learn to accept that I I struggled for years trying to uh, um be accepted but acceptance to me is the root of not understanding why the other person is jealous you know, we say, oh, you're you're struggling with this, you're struggling with that. No, it could be you just don't understand that the other person really desires something that you have or they see something on your life that they don't, they have not perfected. And because they have not perfected that, it, it's causing them to, to act a certain way. When I come out and I point things out in people's lives, like uh, Sister Sharon, they get offended, you know, um that's why sister Sharon doesn't talk to me that's from motivating you to win channel you know um but when people come in my life they're not pointing out my flaws they're pointing out things that I already know or I've already dealt with secretly or they point out things that's completely irrelevant like people you have lied on a lot of people you know that's not helping me at all that's not that's a broad sentence it's not broken down it's not made clear it's it's just it's like throwing dust in the air you know, and, you know, eventually what goes up comes down and it's like, who's going to clean it up? Me, you know, so those are the things that while I'm in this city, I've learned to kind of, you know, compartmentalize and start putting in the proper files that, you know, this man, you know, I, I looked at how he got out his van or how he was walking up toward the store, how he was looking at himself and pulling his shirt down. I'm like, he's really into himself. You know, he's lost in his head. He's in his head. And he, he, he has crawled up in a corner and got lost. And and not even that, it's offense. There's offense there. Uh, there's, there's immaturity. There's a lack of responsibility. There's a lack of accountability. There's reproach. I mean, he has, he's marked and he has blemishes and marks and all kind of stains on his garments. And why would I feel bad for not being accepted by a dirty sheep or someone that has now uh, came very close to blaspheming the Holy Ghost and has an altercation with God there. You know, he's an enemy of the cross of Christ. He's an enemy of the name of Jesus. And we're talking now, you know, it's possible there's some power and dominance there. It's a possible uh, witchcraft. Um, So he's he's you know, this person is is, you know, lapping up a lot of things that could you know, and I, like I said, I never saw his ending. So, uh, you know, I'm not sure what's what's going on. I'm not saying he's going to be saved. It's just God never showed me what he's going to do to him. Maybe it's so bad. He can't share that. Um, you know, but as but, but far as the others, you know, the rest of them looking sick. You know, one looks like he's only 99 pounds. It's like when you get married, most people gain weight, not lose. <laughs> you know, it's like what's going on there? You know, and um, I ran into one of I ran into a woman. She looked just like Brian Banks' wife. And she looks like she's the Daniela that Daniela would have been. And I told her that. I said, I said, you look like this woman right here. She said, oh, yeah, we do kind of look alike, don't we? She, she said, yeah, but I'm not, um, she's not French, but she looks French. But I guess, I don't know. I, she, but she looks just like her. And I told <laughs> I even told Jonathan about her, but, um, I think Jonathan, I don't know. I think he's been engaged. So I don't think that can happen, but, um, maybe he was, he even got a wife now. I don't, I don't know, but I I told, I told him about her. I said, Hey, there's a second chance. You know what I'm saying? But, um, she's better. She's, she would have been what Daniela, I was telling him, she would have been what Daniela would have been. And, 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 uh, and I know you guys don't know who I'm talking about, but, I just when I look at it, I'm like oh my goodness I'm like you're you're exactly what I pictured her to be you know before she got married and had kids and she's just this perfect she said well let me tell you how to get your body like this I can tell you and she was willing to tell me and she did and she sat down and she told me exactly what I need to do so I'm going to be working on that uh, when I get into the house because I haven't had any kids uh, and I have a lot of free time and so you know, and I might even partner with her and have her come over to the house and we chill because we still talk to this day. Like we talk at least once a week or once or twice a week. Very beautiful woman. I mean, the hair, the body, everything. Very beautiful woman. And I'm not, you know, saying that in a way that you think I would for those that try to hold me in my past. Um, no, it's just she's just what when I see her, I see Daniela and she was in she's in the same thing that she was in all in she's not in fraternity she's 
she's just into what she's into. She's tried several of her independent businesses and certain things just didn't work out with that business. So she's going to go into something else and she's doing great. And she has a lot of connections, a lot of friends, a lot of handsome men and women, you know, that are, we're talking, making my way downtown, you know, chasing a bag, you know, corporate swag and my skin brown kind of thing. You know, it's, 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 I'm like, this would have been her life. And and it probably would have been better because Daniela had a whole lot more friends. And I know I'm sitting up here talking like I know a lot about her. But really, you can learn a lot about a person just by looking at their lifestyle and looking at, you know, hearing about them through close friends, you know, because when me and Daniela was at uh, New Life, I spent a lot of time with her friends, her friends that she pushed away and they told me a lot about her. So it it wasn't bad. It was it was all good stuff. It's just they missed their friend. They missed her. So anyway, um, I understand a lot about it, but what cut her off from me me and Daniela used to be friends and what cut that off the only thing I can say a whisper and so am I holier than her yes why because the Bible says that a whisper separate the closest friends I remember what the word says and therefore I won't feed into what what I won't feed into offended people they were the ones offended they used to always say I was offended and I never could understand offended of what I, I was always confused but that's the author of confusion Satan Satan is the author of confusion because God is not. See, God is not going to confuse you. They always had me confused. I was confused about a lot of stuff. They said I had walls up. No, that's that's a line. What what was going on was I didn't understand that they saw my life. They saw like, you know how God say, let your light so shine. They seen my light and they could see that there was a clear distinction between them and me. They saw that. Wait a minute. She is. She has identity. When you come out of the norm, when you come out of a society and you're different from them, there is a clear distinction. You're nothing like them. They will point out and highlight and shine light wherever they see or think is dark. That's not them. If it doesn't reflect the majority, the society, if it doesn't reflect them, it's it's strange. It's 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 naive. It's a novice. It's dumb to them. That's why Christ said it's foolishness you know he said the gospel is foolishness to them that perish it's a clear distinction between the worlds it's you know the spiritual world and the in the physical world and these two aren't you know they're not bu- they're not best buds they're not buddies and they don't mix you know and so that's why I stay away from and this is going to lead me into my next conversation this is why I stay away from people that teach we can't be perfect because they blend it they try to blend it like I was telling the man Sunday you're trying to you're trying to blend the lines you're trying to you're trying to you know make the lines blur between holy and profane you're trying to blur that so that we can accept and tolerate what is not holy and what is and so I'm learning to accept my rejection, not because I'm going to be, I'm, God has a better, better purpose. The better purpose is eternal life. The, 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 the higher, like the, like the witch that came and said, you're on a, you're on, you're, you're, I see. She was angry. You ever seen somebody give you a compliment, but angry when they give it to you? It's weird. It doesn't even mix. She was just saying that, well, whatever calling you on, it's, it's a higher call. She was, I mean, she hated it that she said, you're on a, you're on a great path. You know what I'm saying? But I'm on a great path. And she would just, as if I said something to her, I, I said not a word. And so the librarians, this librarian that I go to, they, it's almost like they protect me. And so I know the high, the place that I'm going to in the in the re, in the physical world will be a high place. Be, and the support will be there. And that's how I know my, you know, the, the my calling from that. Because the support, just like I got support at this library. Every time a per, they see a person come to me and they get in my face just like the last man that was trying to blur the lines between profane and unholy they'll say erica is you okay is do we need to move you and they'll go to, they'll and they'll do it again to me are you okay how about and they'll come up with ways where i can get out of that situation i see i don't have i didn't have that in gainesville gainesville out people was looking to set me up people was listening to people make phone calls to the library saying that i'm targeting asian people no, I'm not targeting Asian people. I, I literally believe, I believe that, uh, you know, um, uh, Asians and, and China's and, and things like that, they were, they were, they were getting their foot in the door here in the United States, not so they can live here, but so they can take over. This is something that they've confessed. So there was no need for that. There was no need to call the library 
uh, the library and have me banned from the library. So we went back there, um, and they they got new people there. So I'm not sure what happened to those people, but there's new people in the library. I don't even think that woman's there anymore. So that's what happens though when you 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 you, you bother people. You you end up getting banned yourself. So. Anyway, I end up meeting people that um, heard about the rumor of me being banned in Liberia that I was a crazy lady. So I got a good reputation out there as a prophetess. Um, like, like, like everyone wants to be a prophet, but they don't want to bear the name and the shame of being a prophet. And being a prophet and bearing the name and bearing the shame, you have to have that. You can't just ha- you can't be a prophet and be liked. You have to be disliked, alone, isolated. Like I am, I'm alone. I'm sitting right here looking at the hills. Uh, Ocala have a bunch of hills and stuff, beautiful. You know, little mountains. Watching the dew drop and the sun shine just barely through the clouds and the mist. You can't even really see it because the dew is covering the the, the whole earth right now. It's almost like it's probably just how it looked at when uh, Noah got off the boat the mist covered the ground and steam and stuff so you know yeah humidity probably a lot of humidity but uh anyway uh you know so you you a prophetess or a prophet you're gonna bear the name of shame that's that's the, that's the name of the game shame and even even if you're just a, a, an apostle it's the same thing he bared the name shame um i'm glad that people are studying their word but they're not studying their word some people are not studying with the right intentions some people are not um you know uh being you know don't understand kingdom and so i'm in that place now you know god is teaching me what is kingdom and i'm not talking about his kingdom he's just teaching me what kingdom is in general you know what providences and what is a prince what is a ruler you know the order the chain of command things like that so yeah anyways i'm finna get off but uh we've we've got far out there but you know this journey has been a very interesting journey of course i'll share more uh right now i gotta charge my phone i gotta get into class but it's been very interesting i've seen the ups and downs of being homeless the pros and cons and I've also seen just how a lot of people responded in this in this testing time. Everything is a test. Every day is a test. And a lot of people just didn't respond the way that they should have. And, uh, you know, I haven't always dotted every I and crossed every T. But when it comes to righteousness and being moral, it's pretty simple. You wouldn't want nobody to treat you that way, so don't treat them that way. And as long as we can remember that, we should be fine. But... We forget it every time. And uh, a lot of Christians fail this test. Um, We were the test. And they were the testers. And they failed. And there were testings and tests that I had to to pass and take. And I failed. But when it came back around a couple days after that, I passed. I passed with flying colors. And that's all that matters is that I pass it the next time. And a lot of times it'll come right back. You know, it doesn't take long because you're you're waiting, you're eager, you're, you you want to get it right. And you acknowledge. It's not you fail and you don't acknowledge. You fail and you acknowledge that you fail that test. There are some people that need to reconnect themselves and um, redeem themselves. You know, so um, <laughs> me and, me and uh, you know, me and, you know, Jonathan, we hooked back up, you know, and for the last time I talked to him and it's been great no arguing no none of that and it's just been it's been a blessing to be in his company and uh so that was pretty good and so it's just some of you all just need to heal that's all it is and I told you you're only gonna get that done when you buy yourself because that's when you're gonna start seeing yourself you gotta get some alone time with God and uh that's it but um I've learned a lot. I'll share some things probably later. But it's through the experiences is what I learn. And I don't learn hate. I just learn to be quiet and listen and act as if I don't know. And what I do know, I share. And some things I don't know, you know, I learn. 
and I don't I don't always share all my stuff like because the Bible says that a wise man he keeps knowledge to himself so everything that I know I ain't gonna share it and I ain't even gonna mention it I just keep it to myself I've taught less now than I did before I'm talking a lot now because I'm on here I'm recording but in person if you be around me I really ain't gonna have nothing to say um because I learned that just being silent will get you a long ways than talking and the less you say the more they don't know and sometimes it's it's just best that way it's best that way you know who your friends are too you know because they ain't gonna know everything about you you know and they won't be able to cap off nothing that you have because they won't know so I'm here to make friends and so I feel like I'm not saying this is for what y'all have to do but I feel like I need to be silent you know because that's way I can kind of figure out who I need in my circle I now have um let's see one still got Patrick and Malik them got them I told them brothers wasn't going nowhere I knew they were pillars when I met them but um I got a you know I, I can't even pronounce that girl name <laughs> aka Daniela <laughs> so I got my own Daniela now um because me and Daniela would have been friends but what happened she allowed that cult to pollute her mind but um what I was gonna say uh but I had her I have a, a copy of her now the, the the real one the one that would have been you know <laughs> and she got she got some education she got education man that girl got some some degrees uh, I just can't pronounce the name because it's it's just, it's a pretty name but I can't pronounce it and then I have um, this guy from Africa I've been talking to, but I've been kind of keeping him on the back burner a little bit. And there's a, he's been there for me. He just always makes sure we all right. But I have another woman. She's replacing Sandy. And uh, that's just it. Oh, yeah, and I have uh, one of the women that she sits in a high place. So basically, she's where I'm trying to go. This, I'm not gonna reveal her name because she's in the judis, the judi, uh, how you say it, the ju, the judi, uh, judicial, the court system. So she's where I'm trying to go. She's she has access. She she's just she's blessed. She's in a position where I'm trying to go. And so she's a she's a good friend. And she came to me. She came to me in support of Holt. So I appreciate her. And you guys probably know who I'm talking about. But I appreciate her because she's. She's an example of what I'm trying to do. And that stands for justice, you know, in the in the physical world. Knowing that you ain't going to win that, but I'm just saying, you just stand. Be a voice, you know, even though you know you're not going to win, you just be a voice. But instead of me fighting, kicking against the prick of the higher powers, that's not what I'm trying to do. I am trying to do something else. And I'd rather not say it right now. And, uh, but yeah. So I share I shared some of that with my teacher and my professors at school and they didn't say nothing but the students were very intrigued and some even said that they're reconsidering their intentions of why they chose a higher education. So with that being said, it's good. It's 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 being helpful and impactful and they just can't wait to hear what I have to say. Appreciate that as well as those that are on SoundCloud that listen to my music. Thank you for the all the inbox conversations <laughs> because making music and then not having no one to share it with is lonely but when you have someone to share your experience you're there for the music you're there for the worship and you're there for god it becomes exciting you know it, it's not a, it's not even about what he believes at this point it's just about the worship it's like man this is heaven how in the world is this created what what are you going through and and see what it does is it opens the door into your life not so much as oh you can play good oh you can sound good no it's you're somewhere with god right now that you wasn't five months ago and how did you get there i want to know about it tell me about it that is the kind of conversations that i'm trying to have with even other musicians but now i'm kind of having it with just locals you know soundcloud 
members mainly one in particular because the other two guys I don't know what happened with them but they kind of fell off the map but me and this one guy we we kind of keep in touch like now it's you know month you know once a year now is it was once a month now once a month has became two and three times a month you know now it's 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 becoming more frequently and I appreciate that you know I just appreciate every little detail and every little thing and I just want you guys to know that even those that continue to be in contact with me um from here from YouTube you know I've been having a lot of people things have changed let me just say that much my season on here on YouTube it's not like it was when I didn't have the support I have support now and that's why I keep coming back it has nothing to do with me begging see last time I was begging I was like you guys need to you know it's I don't have to do that now now I can kick the bobos and now it's the tables turned and it's more physical so than it is YouTube always will be because we get out a lot now and now we're in a new city we we definitely get out but it's it's different and I know Malik can see that because he's like, who in the world is this person? Who in the world is this person? Who in the world? These are all people I've encountered and they wanted to take, take they want to take it further. So, you know, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, you just wait, you just wait. We have not seen nothing yet. What God can do in a person's life here on earth during the time frame that they have during the, during the short vapor life that they got. Our life is so short. It's not long. It just looks that way because we have hours and minutes and we can time it time. We can time time and really we can't do that. We're just trying to. But, you know, it's life is so short. My my life can end tomorrow. My life can end today. It's so short. And I'm learning to just focus on not what a person thinks about me or saying about me, but to focus on protect your vision and protect the mission and protect what God has put in you which is the Holy Ghost to do but the Holy Ghost will protect itself but you can also help keep demons from out your territory you can help keep people from distracting you with their own missions you can you know what I'm saying you can take the extra precautions that will better you like when I was at the job it was an unhealthy relationship unhealthy job it was weighing down on me physically I had to get out of that environment before I have bags under my eyes before I'm 50 no I'm not gonna do it you know and the girl said I want you to quit worrying about people so much maybe I will get there but right now I love people and because I love people I'm gonna worry about them I'm gonna worry about them what I can do is compartmentalize and understand that, hold up, this is a job. But if that workforce or that workplace is not healthy, I can't compartmentalize that. I have to go. And you're just going to have to enjoy that moment that we had and have good memories. That's This is a good memory. I'm not going to leave it on a bad note. I'm going to leave it. When she was here, I enjoy her. She never done me wrong. She did this, but there's no bad memories there so leave it on a good memory sometimes you just gotta just be there for a few a month or two a couple of weeks and you're gone I can't help it because of the enemies but one day I'm gonna walk into a job for a season until I'm able to transition to the next and it may not be a month you can look on my resume it's different months it's not consistent it's like one month two months one year six months eight months it changes I can't help it I can't help it but God knows where I need to be I even know now what jobs to apply for and which jobs not to because of that and it has nothing to do with what I'm doing in my private time it has all to do with just learning how to shut up and let God just use you I told I told Stephanie yesterday I said man when you find God you're gonna be right down here with me she on her way. She is definitely. I had a dream. I told her, I said, you're going to get sick of singing. Watch. Watch. She's going to get tired of all this stuff. This stuff she was doing, she's going to get tired of it. She's going to get tired of it. And then she's going to just disappear. She's going to just take a moment, sit down, and shut up. And now she, she's gotten to that place, but she hasn't shut up yet. 
And I told her, I said, I told somebody, I said, when she gets that quiet spirit, where she just shut up, like, you know, come out and say a lot of stuff, you're just kind of just gone all the time. I know she either getting herself down here <laughs> in the valleys and in the, and in the slums with me, she's coming down here. She's getting 1,200 feet below. I don't know where what level she's at, but she has to get 1,200 feet. I'm not even 1,200 feet yet, but I'm somewhere down. I'm close, and I know I'm close because I know things before they happened. And no, it's not. It's not a. It's not a gift. It's not the same gift. People try to put me in their boat all the time. You know, me and you, we just like they don't even got prophecy. Me and you, you know, we just like I had. I had a prophecy once. I prophesied. Uh, this this and this and I'm like uh, that's not prophecy or I had a dream once I had a dream this 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 that's not a spiritual dream people are going to categorize you no matter what but I'm not you know you always know you know hey that's not my God you know sorry you feel left out but she getting here Stephanie is getting here she's going to get here and I'm going to pray her way through that she she gets here. I'm not, I can't save her, but I'm going to pray her way through. Like, I'm going to pray with her. I'm going to touch and agree with her that God will get her to a place. You know what? This, I wish now, she's going to look back 10, 15 years from now and say, I wish I wouldn't have done that interview. Same thing with me. I wish I wouldn't have did the guy interview because he only did it for himself. That Christopher guy, he only did that to promote his own show. He pretended he was so interested in me and he wanted an interview in my life. But the video is nowhere to be found. So that was just a waste of time. Yes, the channel is gone. But I am still here. And people can still find me. Even if it was still there. It was just a waste of time. This is why... Um, what's the woman name? Uh, the Catholic lady. She didn't want to do interviews. She said, you're interviewing. You're inter. You're getting an interview of my life. It's not about me. I mean, that one, when she said that, I said that hit home. But that was after I had did that. Uh, since then, I'm not doing interviews anymore. They're not healthy. That's why I was trying to tell Sandy, don't do the interview. And she fell. I fell. Sandy fell. You know, we fell from that. You know, ain't no telling where we would, could have been if we just would have passed that test. You know what I'm saying? We get set back. We get set back. That's why Paul said, lay aside things that easily what set you back. It can set you back 10 years. You don't know. Look how long it took them an extra. It took them 40 years when all it took was a couple of probably weeks. Setbacks. So you go around and around and around and around because you set yourself back. You can set yourself back for a decade. You got to stop. So we got to get to that place where we just lay aside things that are set us back period I had to repent of something that I really really loved it had done growed on me but when I started seeing how it was impacting my reality I had to cut that thing like a man I had to cut it and I have temptations you know well I need this I said but nope you know what it will do if you go back to that place. You haven't had that since you've been with me. And I have to think about the children of Israel. When they were tempted to have the cucumbers and the onions. And all these other things. Tomatoes and broccoli or whatever. Cantaloupe. Whatever it was they was eating. I say man I ain't doing it. Not for friends. Not for food. And not for some necessity that I need. Even sometimes your necessities will make you want to sin. And I'm just not going to do it. And eventually I'm going to rebuke that thing in my mind and keep bringing up the word. It's, it's not going to come back anymore. And I'm going to get dominion over it. But it's been, it's been that. But once you, you know, when it comes to me sometimes, once I see something, I'm like, man, if this is what it is, I don't want it. You know? Sometimes it just takes me to see the truth. I just need to see the case on this thing. And I'll, I'll back away from it. All right, guys. I done talked to y'all about an hour. Um, pray for my mom and my brothers. 
you know, I ain't gonna say consistently, just say a prayer for them, that, you know, they'll see this one day as this was messed up. I should have did that because being out here in the streets is is it's, it's bad. It's horrible. And I I thought about Zardrell a couple of times. I said, man, I don't see how he did it. You know, I would have just got a job and came on back to the house. That's all he had to do. <laughs> but he said, no, I changed my mind. I I, I want to be out here. No, this is not this is not a place I want to be at. And it's very easy to get comfortable being out here. But this is not a place I want to. This is not my final destination. And it will never be. And we took this as a learning lesson. And we don't hate my mom for doing this. But we will never stay at her place again. We will never stay at her place. I can talk to her. That's fine. She might say, hey, how you doing? I'm doing fine. I I stay here now. But that, honestly, I just think it's best if if we do talk to keep it short you know, hey, you know, I'm not going to do no favors for you. I can't do that. I will talk to you, but I can't do nothing for you. Because it won't be fair to my husband. It won't be fair to me. It won't be fair to God. You know what God had to probably put up through to keep us safe out here? We don't know what he has to do to keep us safe. Maybe nothing. But he had to set up shop. Things, put people in places. Things to happen to them. Sufferings to happen. I know a man that suffered. But his suffering landed him where I was so I could have, listen to what he had to say. You don't know what you putting other people through just for, just so we can be safe. You know, it says the wealth of the wicked is laid up, is stored for the righteous. We don't know how that's being done. We don't know the process. It's not fair. That's wasted time. If I come back, that's just waste. I'm just wasting my time. I'm not wasting my time and I'm not going to waste my testimony. So I'll talk to you. No problem. What I ain't going to do is do something for you. Same way you did things for me, but you also took them back. It's called Indian giving. <laughs> you know, putting people out here. And um, I think the best words to say it is, is, is just forsaking a person from their necessities and from their wants. And it's, it's horrible. You know, this woman was already suffering this man was already suffering the man was going to work driving almost 50 miles to work you know how that's it don't sound like a lot but 50 40 miles is a long way 25 miles is 30 minutes almost 40 is 45 minutes all I know is like my husband was driving almost 50 miles to work every day while we was while we was in this woman's house struggling but doing all he could working working I mean coming home 10 and 11 o'clock at night sometimes from 5 30 in the morning to 10 11 o'clock, you standing up putting boxes up in a truck money was good but the man was doing all he can paying bills paying a you know, even paying a bill in her house. We pay majority of the light bill. Not a piece of it. Majority of it. She said we paid a piece. She forgot just that quick. You wasn't, we wasn't paying no piece. You increased it and you started paying less of it. My mom vowed that she was going to pay our light bill. We knew that was a lie. Then she went to saying, y'all need to pay half of it. Then it went from half so now we got to pay almost the whole thing. She was liking what ten, twenty dollars from that from not paying it. She paid a little bit. We paid majority. And my husband had to work extra hours so we can still try to save. But stuff kept happening to our car. Stuff was going on with this car, this van. We had to buy a new alternator. But we still kept trucking. I said, we ain't saving this month because we had that $400 alternator. Then you think they came and picked my husband up when he broke down at 12 o'clock midnight? Mm-mm. Nope, he just got to stay out there. And uh, I think a tow truck man brought my husband home. A tow truck man. A police officer stayed with him till a tow truck got there. And the tow truck man brought my husband home or my husband walked to Walmart. And I said, I don't know how he got home, but he got home. But he didn't get home by the help of my mom. He got home through somebody else. 
when there were two people laying up in that house that could have got up and got my husband and they chose not to and all of this because i didn't give them a piece of land man they can have that land and the land my uh miss sessions living on what ha- what what they ain't gonna be able to take is my soul and that's what they're trying to do it's more than the land in the in the houses these people trying to destroy my soul that's why they trying to they target my husband all the time you should leave him i would have been left him you stupid for being with them it's deeper you got to listen to the what they say to me it's deeper than the properties it's deeper than your hair and your clothes and he wants you to look like his mom it's deeper it's the soul that they trying to kill Man ain't trying to kill your image. He's trying to kill your soul. Image is just part of it. That's why I say you can destroy my body, but you can't. Because when you homeless, you're not t- you don't have access to water like everybody else. You get water in cups. You get water in what you can get water in, a jug. We take baths every two weeks. You say, oh my goodness, y'all probably stink. No, we're not. We take baths with baby wipes. Baby wipes do wonders. So that's a that's a trick there for you. You ever want to take a bath and you ain't got water? Get you a get you some baby wipes so you don't be stank. See, Zardrell was stank because he didn't get baby wipes. He didn't learn no survival skills. See all that puffed up stuff. Oh, I'm a craftsman and I'm this. All that was put to test. He got put in a place where now your little bushcraft skills can come to help. Now, let me see how bushcraft you are now. And that's the day that me and my husband learned he's just a bunch of talk. Because none of that survival mess he was talking to us the whole time in our house and online and telling people it's a bunch of mess. It's lies. Because he looked at a hot mess. Okay. He didn't try to clean himself up or nothing. He didn't try to brush his teeth. He didn't try to take baths. They all tried to run in my place. They didn't learn how to survive nothing. Me and my husband, a lot... There, you know how many people came to us and said, we didn't even know y'all was homeless. Y'all look very well. I got pictures on Instagram showing you how I look. You cannot tell we were homeless at all. That's why I post it. Some, you can tell the ones where I was in my mom's house and you can tell the ones where I'm homeless. But even with that, even the ones that I'm homeless, it look like I'm in a house. Sometimes, yeah, my hair might look a little scruffy. But we ain't stank. You come up to me. I ain't smell. She smelled good. My husband told me, baby, you smell good. Listen, when you're homeless, a whole lot of things play into it. Lack of water. For some people, lack of food. For some people, lack of money. Who was our financial supporter? Malik. When my husband got short. Malik was there for us. We can ask whatever we want from Malik. It can be up to $200. Malik got it for us. That's how Malik played a role in our lives. He's our best friend. He is the one that's going to stay with us. He the one we're going to invite in our home. He's the one that we know. Patrick, when he wanted to have a good time, gave us gave me a, a gift card because I made animation movies. I did that. I made animation movies of my, of my Goshen life. And um, it was so good, he paid me $25 in Starbucks money. And I think he was going to take me out to eat when he came down here, when he was visiting here in Gainesville. He was going to come to Ocala, and we was going to go out to eat. And that's good. But that's that's pleasure. You know, that's luxury. The reason why I praise Malik is because Malik was there for our necessities. And that goes beyond pleasure, you know. That's balance you know what i'm saying and we thank god for him we thank god for everybody we thank god for uh wes and you know his wife i thank god for his friend i forgot her name i just thank god for him even though wes went off on the deep end and thought he knew things he said things that he shouldn't said i still thank him for trying you know he got a lot to learn you know hopefully the white man was an example of what christianity look like you know when you see your brother in need or if you um you guys are there together what's wrong with having a little bible study together what's wrong with sitting at the table with your sister not sitting in the corner with your book and your coffee all to yourself you know but men a white man (laughs) we came and sat at the table together that's why i would never be a part of that you know 
victimization mindset because it is the white man that will help you before the black man. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. So they are rulers, they are dominant, and they will help you before your own fellow man. As the scripture says, a brother is closer, a, a friend is closer than a brother. This is Truth Here, signing out.